Hello out there in podcast land. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today we're in the New Testament. We're coming from the book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verses 33 through 36. I believe it's 33. Yes. <laughs> Reading from the New American Standard Bible, where you show sympathy sympathy to the prisoners and accept joyfully the seizure of your property, knowing that you have for yourselves a better and lasting possession. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what was promised. This chapter, you know, precedes chapters um, 11 and 12. Duh, is chapter 10, right? Where those two chapters were told about the cloud of witnesses and our forefathers and foremothers of faith who placed their faith in God and believed him for a promise, yet they didn't live to see that promise come to fruition. Of course, I'm speaking about Abraham, Sarah, Sarah Isaac, Jacob, Rachel, and all of those Old Testament patriarchs and matriarchs that we read about who give us comfort. This passage highlights for us because as well as Sarah, um, Isaac, Jacob, Rachel, and Abraham are in the cloud of witnesses, this passage also highlights that the first century believers and in their endurance of persecution, and they were oftentimes ostracized for their faith, they too are a cloud of witnesses for us. They lost their possessions, and they willingly did it for the glory of God. I think I've told you before that I became a Christian as a child, early on, I think I was seven. Um, And when I understood that I was accepting Jesus to be my savior, of course at seven, I didn't understand that God had expectations of me once I accepted him. And as he has um, matured this relationship, he and I have, because I can't take any credit for it, um, I have, he has brought to my consciousness these expectations. And I don't think many people, when they accept Christ, understand that being a Christian isn't easy. And it isn't easy because of five things that I think I've, I can identify. <clears throat> One. The Holy Spirit will challenge the way you think. Being a Christian is going to challenge that. Your thought process. How you process information, right? What are you thinking about? I shared with you on one of the episodes on how I used to think, you know, so-and-so can go to hell. And the Holy Spirit challenged that thought with, really? Do you really want the person to go there? You know hell is real. And then that means that they will have no other chances. And then with that reminder, I was like, no, 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 that's, that's really not what I mean. And remember, Paul tells us to bring our thoughts captive unto Christ. So one aspect of being a Christian is you're going to change the way you think about things. Second thing, the Holy Spirit challenges your behaviors. And of course, we just finished what um, the Holy Spirit does for us in shepherding. But So we're going back to that a little bit. Um, But we're learning how to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Remember our very first season together. The Holy Spirit challenges our behaviors into the things that we do. You know, 
There are some times when I can actually tell God, I'm always tired of having to be the better person, the better woman, always having to do what is right. But if I'm his witness and I'm his child, that's what he expects. Now granted, we don't always get everything right, but we come to a level of consciousness through the Holy Spirit's urging that our behaviors reflect the relationship that we have with Christ. And so being a Christian, you have to look at the things you say, what you do, what you wear, where you go, your behaviors. You have to put off the old self, the old man, as Paul speaks to. Thirdly, you will learn to turn the other cheek, (laughs) which may be very hard for some of you. When you want to tell someone off and take matters in your your own hands, the Holy Spirit will remind you to let that go. You let it go and you allow God. Let's turn in the other cheek. Fourth, you will be called upon to sacrifice. This whole podcast, right? Caregiving is a ministry. It's a call to sacrifice. But we're also called to sacrifice as parents, as spouses, you know, for your communities, at your jobs, for fellow believers. Fasting is sacrificing things that you love to get closer to God. Being a Christian calls for sacrifice. And then lastly, being a Christian could call upon either one of us, you or I, for us to lay down our life for our Savior, for our faith. It isn't something that we talk about here in, you know, the Western countries, but we have sisters and brothers who are in other countries who are dying for their faith. And I don't know if a lot of our churches here talk about that, but we should be praying for them in support of them because God has led them to that road for whatever reason and they're trusting him as they go through it and we never know we may be faced with a situation where we have to make that decision as well so no being a Christian isn't easy my podcast family and that's what the author of Hebrews is lifting up I believe in this passage he offers up encouragement to the early believers because it hasn't been easy for them as Christians. He recognizes their kindness, their sincerity, and um, their sincerity with others, people who have been in prison, as well as their willingness to sacrifice. They gave up their possessions, their property for people, people they may not have known, but they willingly gave. Are you willing to give? Are we willing to give? to others who may not um, be able to say thank you, people who we don't know. Are we willing to give without the expectation of everyone knowing that we gave so that people will pat us on the back? Are we just willing to give for God? The author then offers words of encouragement, acknowledging that it isn't easy and will not be easy, but to not give up. And I like how this particular translation reads because it says, do not throw away your confidence. (laughs) If you read the New International, I mean, yeah, the New International Version, I think it says, you know, continue to wait on God. But I like this, throw away your confidence. That statement resonated with me because throwing away is a disregard for something, is it not? To disregard all that you and I have done as caretakers, as parents, as 
I don't know, you fill in the bank, blank, wherever God has placed you. We, 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 we disregard everything that we've done because we grow tired or perhaps we grow frustrated or angry or sad or whatever. We throw that all away, right? And stood for, we, we throw it all away just because hardship or just because our emotions get in the way. We, we forget everything that we were striving for and we just throw away our confidence in trusting God. I want you and I to be more mature than that. I want us to stand firm in our faith and trust and hope in God. To not be deterred by the reality of the hardship of being a Christian. (laughs) That should be a sermon for someone. The hardships of being a Christian. What we may be called to do. What we are called to do in changing our thinking. Changing our behaviors. Learning to turn the other cheek. Giving people the benefit of the doubt. Sacrificing and laying down our life if necessary. To As we go through those things, as we struggle through caregiving, as we struggle through parenting, to not throw in the confidence of all the things that we have done, all the things that God has led us through in order to get us at this point. Because if he's led us through, you know, the years, the days prior, he will lead us to the years and days ahead. So let us not throw off our confidence. Let us endure to the end as the author encourages them and us the author then concludes the passage with the reason why we continue to endure the reason why we don't throw off our confidence is because of the promise the promise of Jesus return and it will come to pass my sisters and brothers And when Jesus returns, you and I want to be found faithful. So do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, and right now understand that you're in the will of God in caregiving, you may receive receive what he promises. Let's pray. We thank you, God, for being a God of promises, for being a God of encouragement, for being a a change agent in our lives, for not allowing us to be the same way that um, we were when we came to you, broken and lost, but that you have connected us with you. You've given us a purpose. You've given us goals, milestones, dreams, visions. Help us to keep them at the forefront of our minds and to not let the hardships of living in this world, um, the hardships (laughs) of learning how to be your child in this kingdom by disregarding old thoughts that don't bring you glory, by disregarding behaviors that don't highlight the wonderful relationship we have in you and the wonderful God that you are, by learning to turn the other cheek, by sacrificing what you ask us to and if you place us in a situation where we have to give the life that you gave us allow us to lay it down for you thank you for being a God who never leaves us or forsakes us help us to be a people who always place our faith in you we love you we praise you in Jesus name amen all right my beloved podcast family 
Go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.